This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the success of Yehudah. Yehuda Ben Gittel. Also for Shalema Roshel Ben Yavne and Dono Ben Sarah. For Shalema of Tua, also refor for Tua. Whoever's a dolphin fan, we have to give him a little refor. Um, and Bizrat Hashem and the success of Yashemayim of the Sheva Rag, Gadi Alban of the Sheva, Shefran of the Sheva, Emet Ben of the Sheva, Reina Makov Basha. God willing, also this class is also please share and rate the podcast. And November, uh, December, November 6th, we're going to be in Brooklyn. Um, I think the event is almost sold out and it's already two weeks, so do not ask for tickets. You have to get them now. Otherwise, we cannot do anything about it. Um, later on next year, we will have a, another event, God willing. Really, really great concept today. This book is uh, the month of Cheshvan. Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan is, I believe, on Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. But we're just going to talk about a little bit. We're not going to talk about the whole month, but we're going to talk about really, really something really, really amazing from Rabbi Dunbar Pinson. He's really, really phenomenal. We've spoken a lot about his Bodidut, which means secluding ourselves with our Creator. In, in Boded, Boded means to be to secluded. Today we're going to talk about a concept called Hishtatvut. Hishtatvut means equanimity. What the word equanimity means is basically to get to a state where your actions determine your feelings, not your feelings determine your actions. Whether things are, are whether it's raining outside, you're running. Whether it's sunny outside, you're running. Whether it's not, you're waking up regardless. Very, very, when you, when you get to that state, uh, you have everything. It's pretty much the peak state in life where you can do anything no matter what. Uh, imagine today we, 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 you know, we end up, our decisions are really, really based on today, especially you see this today, 95% of our decisions are based on our mood, uh, whether we wake up, how do we feel about it, and really, really, you're not going to get much out of life if you are dependent on the sun to shine. You have to make the sun shine. <laughs> You're the one that has to create the spark. And it's a very difficult thing to have. And this is where this month, Tishrei, the whole concept of, of Tishrei was, that's it, holidays, you're distracted by the holidays, enjoying. Now the grinding begins in the month of Cheshvan. Really, it's a month of transitions. So this is what you have to start thinking about. The Scorpio, pick up the Scorpio energy that's coming. We'll officially do the Cheshvan class on Tuesday, but this concept here is, is really, really amazing. And he says, as we're getting, obviously, the, the, the weather's going to start changing, the nights are going to be uh, d- darker, and you're going to get more of this in, work inside. Usually when it's colder outside, people go inside. So it's practically here, when it's colder outside in life, when life gets tougher, we have to really, really go inside. And we've already, we already know our, our spirituality is going to look like a roller coaster anyway. So how do we remain calm? As Rav Nachman says, when you're running, run, but when you're, when you're falling, hang in there. How do we get this work on the inside game? Because if you work on the inside game, you can work on the outside game, on the outside. The outside is much easier, but if you can't master the inside, the outside is gonna, is gonna kill the inside. And this is very, very connected to relationships, et cetera, et cetera. He says, during Cheshvan, we have to start working on how to develop, and I would say a, a real form of this is resilience, talking about how to really, really build this resilience. You know, And think about the transitions we made last year, how we're, the, you had some f- losses in last year, changes in business. How did you respond to these changes? 
you know, ask yourself, how did you deal last November? How did you deal with these transitions last year? How how resilient are you when you when you deal with with anything? How much of your life is dependent upon other people's opinions? You know, I remember starting the podcast that used to be so effective when people didn't like the classes. I've had to work through that and really, really get to a point where this is what it is. You're not going to like, not everybody's going to like it. And if they do, wonderful. If they don't, that's also wonderful. That's equanimity. This way, you 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 never change. You, what you're doing depending on other people. But if it's depending on other people to, de- to determine your validation, then pretty much that it's not equanimity. Then we, that's where a person can fall into depression, sadness, etc. That's what he's saying here. When a person's feeling down, the first thing is gonna, he's going to come up and he's going he's gonna to start thinking about himself and asking himself, well, who's causing this? Who's causing this to me? Why am I going through this, etc.? It's very inner voice. That's the first thing the Yetzirah does. It makes you focus on the inner why are you going through this and what, who, who's to blame? And this is exactly, we just read the part and we, we see that the issue with Cain, all Cain really had to do is say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made a mistake, which he ended up doing, right? What did he do first? He killed his brother. What did his brother do? What did his brother do? Think about the concept. What did his brother do? What are you killing the brother for? Think about how much our, our psyche, the first thing we do, oh, he's, Hevel's the one that, that caused me all this grief. Go do tshuva. Go, go repair the problem. What are you killing the messenger for? Just think about it. If it happened back then, think about how many, this is an area of our lives, how many times are we shooting the messenger? What do you, what do you kill and have a for? What did he do to you? He asked you, you, got, you were told to bring an offering, and he was told to bring an offering. And he brought a nicer one than you. So the jealousy and everything. Inside he was jealous. He just got triggered. That's it. It just goes to show you, because otherwise you would say, okay, one, next time I'll bring a better offering. And this is where it's such an important message. The grandson of a great Hasidic Rebbe fell into a funk, and they asked him, what are you, what are you, what, what are you such in a funk for? He says, the, because of the Aleph base. So he says, what, is it, what do you mean Aleph base? He says, the first word of Aleph is Anochi, I, and the second is Bereshit. I am the beginning of everything. I make, everything's about me. So he says, the root of his, the root of his sadness in his life comes because he makes Anochi, I, Bereshit, the beginning. I am, I am, it's all about me. So to the extent where we have to get out of the self-centeredness, and this is all, all goes when we have a healthy self-esteem, we, we, we stop, we get healthy self-esteem, you develop humility. When we don't have a healthy self-esteem, you see people with low self-esteem, everything's about them. Everything's about them, everything's about them, everything's about them. And obviously, there's nothing you can't help them because it's too, they're too self-absorbed. They'll always think that person traumatized me. Whatever happened in a person's life, I got broken up because I'm not pretty enough, I lost a job because I'm not a good, maybe it was meant to be there, you should be in another business. But if you always think about you, that is the problem that we always fall into. And that's the one thing you have to really work about. It's not about you. All the time. Sometimes Hashem wants you to shift you, get you to different places. But due to low, to low self-esteem, I, don't, I, am, I am the center of attraction. It's all about me. And that could, that could be a problem because then you'll never grow. You're too self-centered. And that is the root. A person who's suffering from emotional depression, need, as opposed to clinical depression, needs to generate a new focal point. In a situation where he's pre- preoccupied on how am I feeling, etc., you shouldn't focus on how you're feeling. You should, you should focus on... How, what are you doing? You know, somebody came to a Rabnasan. Because at, at the end of the day, your identity is going to change once, you're, once, you, once you have action. Uh, somebody came up to, um, 
Rav Nassan and asked him, hey, Rabbi, I had a bad dream last night. I had the etc. So he says, I, I couldn't care less what you're dreaming about. What are you doing? <laughs> he wasn't so interested in the dreams. He was more interested in the action. And, and this is, again, guys, I myself go through tremendous challenges, go through spirituality, being in the mood. Believe me, I'm a Scorpio, sun, Scorpio, moon. So the, the, the amount of mental, um, just to get into something, for me, it, it's extremely extremely difficult extremely difficult to stay focused so I, I know the struggle and if there's no if there's not specific peak times that I do it I have to fight to do it at specific times because if not it's just it's just this energy it's very difficult especially when you're when you're in a world of helping people you're going to get tremendous amount of opposition so the first thing you have to think about is is get out of Aleph base Get out of I am the Bereshit, I am the beginning. I think that's the beginning. Because if you start recognizing, and at the end of the day, anytime we get insulted, we over, the way somebody talks to you is a reflection of themselves. So if somebody talks to you the, the, the wrong way, that's their issue. But why are we always the front, why are we always, why is our mood always dependent upon that? And if you could take that example in Shalom Bayit, you would have, you have Shalom Bayit. But when we, we don't take that example in Shalom Bayit, we take everything too personal. So not taking things personal is this concept of the opposite of Aleph base. means that person made a comment, that's a reflection of themselves, etc. And the ultimate goal here is to get equanimity. Equanimity means that you are, you are, going, to make, you are going to take action regardless of the situation. And where did this sin come from? It came from, beautiful what he's saying here, it came from the snake from the outside, the voice from the outside, the condition from the outside. If they would have done what they done, they would have proceeded. But they listened to the snake. They listened to the exterior. They listened to the snake. That's the the snake. What he's saying here is the condition, is the outside, instead of doing what you have to do. In Cheshvan, we could be emotionally affected by significant changes in our spiritual climates. It's going to get colder, which could lead us to obviously when the sun's not shining, people get in a bad mood. You know, in Miami, sometimes when the sun's shining, people don't go to work. They say, oh, the sun's gone, don't go to work. Opposite. But the whole point is, the, the weather affects us, the energy affects us, and we cannot be affected if you want to have any kind of success in life. You have to know how to start, how to, start to dance in the rain. And that's exactly what Rabbi Nachman teaches you. Start knowing how to dance in the rain, because it's going to rain outside. It's going to rain in your marriage, it's going to rain here, even Rabbi Nachman, when they had decrees in Russia that they were going to take Cantonese, they were dancing. They were dancing in the middle of, of the decrees, and they were, those decrees broke them. Breslovers, when, when, when you know, we were stuck in Moldova, when, when you know, flights are canceled and, and the, the, the situation looks like you're going nowhere home anytime soon, right? after, after a long trip, you still have to dance in the airport. That's equanimity. I'm dancing whether the flight is canceled or not. And I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, where I've seen the most success in my life is where I've, I've accepted the position. I'm going to be the simcha, specifically my first marriage. When I was, it wasn't looking good. I'm like, if it changes, I'm going to be the simcha. And if it doesn't, I'm going to move on and be the simcha. So that is a condition where you control the inside game. You can control the inside game. If it works out, wonderful. If it doesn't, it's also wonderful. That is ultimately the highest form of equanimity because you, can you can't get knocked down. You can only get knocked down if you take it personal, if you take the failure personal, etc. And this is where this month you start feeling this energy of transition. And transition 
could, could say, hey, why am I going through this? Why do I have to go through this? Because in life you have to transition. And this is where Cheshwan, this month, is a lot to work inner. It's a lot of inner work. Scorpios, inner work. A lot of inner work, a lot of inner work. A lot of building resilience, building that muscle. Building that muscle, building the fatigue muscle. To live with Ishtatvus is to live with equanimity. A balanced life unaffected by the outside influences. And it means that everything that happens, it's also the concept of Shiviti Adonai Hashem Tamid. Means God is there in front of me. We, 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 there's a lot of rabbis that tell you a good segula is to, to bring a Yurke Vavke in front of you. Because basically you're always recognizing that God's in front of you all the time. Even in the Sidurim, it says this word God is uh, placed always before me. So my conditions and my decisions, my conditions should not affect my decisions. My decisions will affect my conditions, right? This is a very, this is how to take this, this example practically. So whether, and, and the best thing is, there's nothing greater than waking up in the morning, doing your thing, and no matter what it looks like, if it's cold, if it's not, if you're in the mood, if you're not, because the mood ends up coming afterwards. Nobody's in the mood before, it comes afterwards. It doesn't come before, and we need to understand this game. Things don't come to you. If they came to you easy, you would never get rewarded for it. Everybody would be up in the morning and, and doing what they have to do. But the fact that we have so much resistance is to teach us to develop that equanimity muscle. Developing that mental muscle that we really, really need. And once you get, remember, that the way things work in life is once you clean up one area of your life, another area of your life cleans up. <laughs> do you understand? One area cleans up, another area cleans up. Once you clean up your spirituality, your relationships clean up. And then your financial situation cleans up. And then this other area cleans up. But if there's this, people are, have a mess in their, in their house and then they want to clean up the world. You can't do that. Because that mess is just going to lead everywhere. You have to clean up the mess. You have to clean up the mess one area of your life. It could be emotionally by saying, I'm not going to take things personal anymore. And then go into relationships. Because imagine if you go in there with a very, very wounded self-image, your relationships are going to be guaranteed to be verbally abusive. So it's constantly needing it. And remember, people, the solution is never outside. The solution is always inside. This is exactly what, he, what he's saying here. Ishtavos is this. And he says, the source of human suffering is the sin of eating from the tree of knowledge. When Hashem told Adam and Chava not to eat from this specific tree, they were meant to understand that their choices have consequences. They do not need to let their voice of the snake, the voice of the snake is the external stimulation, stimulus, dictate their mood or validate their actions. This is the common way of peer pressure. People have lost their mind because they're copying everybody else. They're doing it, they're doing it. Does it mean you have to do it? <laughs> does it mean you have to do it? Just because everybody's eating terrible, does it mean you have to eat terrible? Just because they're doing this, smoking this, these kids, they're doing it, so I should also be like the snake? That is definitely not the answer. You don't want to be like the majority. You want to be like the minority today. They're doing it today is the common answer today. I feel left out. No. They're going to pay for it in life. You don't want that. They were supposed to practice Heshtavut or remain rooted in who they are. Instead, they were influenced by the opinion of the snake. And the snake all said, what do you need God for? You can create your own world. You can create your own world. You can be like yourself. What do you need? God's just tempted. He doesn't want competition. He doesn't want competition. So you could see how the outside, outside voice really affected 
Derech. But they, if they were grounded in their decision, that's why a lot of people, when I went to Uman, I was grounded in my decision. You're going to get this, you're going to get this. This is equanimity. Thank you. Thank you. I know, what I, I know who I am. I know where I stand. All the, all, the, all the voices told me from everywhere. Everybody told me. I went to Uman and I got there. That's the point. Where you have to get to a point in your life, if you are goal-driven, if you want to have anything to value for, you have to stand in your ground and make that decision and not be influenced by other people. And I can tell you this, it has many, many times, you have to have boldness in that area of your life. And when you live like that, you are not listening to the snake outside. The snake outside is always telling you it has to be sunny to run, it has to, you have to be in the mood to, to work out, you have to be in the mood to pray, you have to be in the mood to this. No, not, not really. Not, not the, that's not true. That's the opposite. Then you're a slave to moods. You're a slave to, to all kinds of habits. And this is, again, this is something where you have to develop discipline for. There's no other solution for it. After we fall from, from this consciousness, Hashem asked, what happened? He replied. So how, what was it? Well, why didn't you go running? Why didn't you go here? Oh, the woman you gave to me. Oh, it's cold outside. Why didn't you pray in the morning? Why didn't you wake up? Oh, I don't know. I went to sleep late. That is the exact same thing as is saying. The woman you gave to me and the snake and, and, and what happened? And, the, and, and Chava said, the snake convinced me. They were both banished and, they were, and that led them to that because they failed to take responsibility. They failed to take responsibility. The curse of Chava is that suffering and hardship of labor will be amplified by the extension, enhanced in this concept of she had that now she had to go through the suffering of raising children and suffering of, of, of an Adam's suffering obviously came from Parnassa. So you get this concept of it's on. Basically, when we stay in a comfort zone, the price is not happiness and joy. The price is now what happens right after something happens to us, we go over in the comfort zone and then we get angry because we were in a comfort zone. Very much of that chart that we, were, that we did. As mentioned here, Noach tried, tried, to, uh, tried to rectify this, right? And Rashi compares itzavon. Itzavon means uh, grief. When a person plants a legum seed and expects the legumes to spread out, instead, what did he get? He got the thorns. So this is where we have to start recognizing how this is going to... The, the solution to itzavon, the solution to grief and sadness, the, the anxiety is to be in the moment and be, do decisions regardless of whether how you feel or not. And I can tell you, this is so important to be able to be mind over mood. Mind over mood is this concept of equanimity. Well, you muscle, we, 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 you know, the whole world loves David Goggins. You know, the guy is, you know, running in, you know, in the desert or, you know, even, even why I like the cold plunge is because you start developing, you know, uh, Wim Hof's, you know, the cold plunge. The fact that you can start going into cold water, which Baruch Hashem is getting in salt soon, just that you can go into cold plunge for a minute and a half and not make, and do something against what your nature is. That allows you to break, because if you can go into a cold plunge for this, if you can go into this, you could start now becoming the melech. That means mind, lev. The melech means first the mind, then the emotions. Versus the lemech, which is emotions first, then mind. And the, the, why it's so important is because you have to have discipline. Intermediate fasting, also, 6 o'clock, you stop eating. Developing that, I can, I, it's okay to be hungry for 10 minutes, 
But what, what am I going to get out of it? I'm going to be able to be more sharper in my mind. I'm going to have more energy. Just developing that, that structure where you are not dependent on a craving. I don't need a donut at 11 o'clock at night to make me happy. You know, All of these things in our lives where we're too dependent on this. And this will help you. 40-day challenge, the same thing. You know, Being able to master, not being able to, to God forbid, watch these kind of things at these hours. It, it, you, you'll never get anything in life if you can't clean up your room in one area. This is why we, we do so many, whether you like it or not, you got to do it. And it seems to be gavura, seems to be discipline, but discipline is, is freedom. Discipline is the ultimate freedom we have. If we don't have discipline, we don't have to, believe me, you're not going to feel good about yourself if you spent the whole day entertaining yourself. It's just not going to happen. Oh, I didn't feel like doing it. Okay. There's a time to entertain. You want to watch the Dolphins games? Watch the Dolphin game for it, but do, do something else. Make sure the morning is good. Don't let the whole day be an entertainment. And, and, and we don't want to, you're, you're living through other people's lives all day long. All day long, living through other people's lives. No, we have to, cre- we have to create that. And this is where he's saying here. When, and, and, and because we don't feel good about ourselves, what does he say? He's saying here, then we start looking for more opinions on the outside to feel better, which is, which is the problem. You have to master your game because I promise you, and I always tell people in recovery, they get into relationships in recovery, like the craziest thing. Believe it or not, you have no idea how many people, it's called trauma bonding. You know, they get into relationships in, in my recovery center. You would figure, <laughs> this is the time to get into a relationship? I promise you, when you are sober, when you're in a good... You're not even going to think about how in the world were you dating that person. You're only dating that person because it's trauma bonding. It's, a, it's an addiction to, 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 to the adrenaline, to dopamine. It's not a real relationship. That's, not a, that's infatuation. But that's not a relationship. That's not something you could build a, a family and, and, and a world. That's an infatuation. Because anybody that's going to be, be with you after they know you for what? A week? How could that possibly be uh, a relationship? No way. Nobody would go. It's just, just like how would somebody all of a sudden invest all their savings in one business after knowing nothing about the business? Here you go. Here's all my money. You would see a lot of that person. So you could see how these relationships, I've sti- I, I'm still waiting for an invitation for a wedding for my recovery centers. I haven't got one yet. Because obviously, what you start hot, you fall. The, the, the hottest starts have the coldest ends. And this is the same concept that we wouldn't, if we were in a better state, we would think about the bigger picture. You know, as becoming an investor, the way I invested today and the way I invested now, yes, before, compared to today, it's a, I'm a different person. Before it was impulsiveness, etc. So back to this concept of, of his shtablus, is we have to, you have to start developing this. And, and Rabbi, he gives a beautiful example of Rabbi Yitzhak of Akko. He, one of his students wanted to get closer to him and wanted to have developed more wisdom. And the first thing he asked him, do you have hishtavos? Do you have this settled mind? Do you have this inner, inner, inner worth? And he says, how do, how, yes, I do. Well, how do you feel when people are nice to you? Great. How do you feel when people are not nice to you? Not so good. I can't help you right now. Until you can master that state where you can not care whether people are happy about you or not. Rab Nachman of Breslov mastered that state. Rab Nathan mastered that state. They couldn't care less who was out to them, who they liked them, they didn't like them. They couldn't care. They were not, no, none of the Breslov circles 
cared about anybody else as far as their opinion. They knew who they had, they knew the energy they had, and they knew what they went for. They didn't change their opinion today. Today, how, many, how, much, how much of us peer pressure? You could see people are not, they can't be honest because they're worried about, oh, if I wear this hat, if I wear that hat, what are they going to say about me? This is clearly not that case today. We, have, we don't have this. We have too much of the outside. Attaining hishtavos takes patience, practice, and per- perseverance. It is also involves numerous failures and falling down. Learn from them. Instead of saying, why did that relationship, why am I so depressed after, after that relationship? Say, what in that relationship, got, what happened in that relationship that got triggered in me? That, 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 what, what lesson was taught in that relationship? Or what in that business failure, what in that, did that, did that trigger low self-worth of, in me? What triggered, what, or that comment that was said to me? Why am I so bothered by that comment? What's triggered inside of me? And that's how you start the work. You start the work by recognizing what is the inner work that needs to be done by the outer problem. Eve should have said, maybe she had some kavod. And so she said, maybe I do want to create the world. But if she was humble, she would have never taken the advice. So clearly inside of her, there was a curiosity to have, uh, to, 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 to have more kavod. Because if she never had that curiosity, the snake would have said, she said, what are you talking about? God told me not to do it. So there's only, you can only get triggered if you already have, if you have some of that inside of you. And that's what it's teaching you. Don't blame that person. Don't blame that situation. Take responsibility and take that lesson. And this is where you have to anchor down yourself. Think about you're a boat. You're in the middle of the ocean. The winds are going to come. You need an anchor. If you don't have an anchor, we have no idea where we can take us. We have to also anchor our mind. Anchor our mind also. And this is where he's saying is this is not living on living on the outside in. You have to start living on the inside out. The inside is solid, the outside is good. If the outside, remember, this is not going to be given to you today. This takes a lot of work. But once you can master that, and I would say in order to get to his shtavut, equanimity, you need a lot of his bodhidut. Because his body, there's a lot of isolation, a lot of noticing, a lot of being mindful. Why was I upset by that person's comment? What triggered me today? Why I was in a bad mood? Then you start recognizing, you change it, and next thing you know, you go back into the same situation and you fix it. But until you get to that point where you are, you're just as happy if the relationship's going well or not, you got it. And I already know in my life that too much light has to be followed by contraction. Every single time, spiritual growth, marriage, everything, there's no way it's a straight line. There's no straight line in life. It's a stock. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. It makes a new high. The low is not as low as before, but it still has to happen. If you start recognizing that, You'll, not, you'll, be, you'll be firm. Your spirituality won't take a hit. How, and he gives us a good example on how, wh- where do we, questions we need to ask ourselves. To practice and develop this hishtavos, take a few moments and ask yourself, where do I get my self-worth from? That's the first question you should ask yourself. Where does my self-worth come from? What develops my self-worth? Do I, do I believe, do I have the, the godliness and greatness inside of me and I'm fulfilling my potential as much as I can? That is a healthy self-worth. Whatever I'm taking, my learn, my, I've taken my failures well, I've taken everything. Because the difference between low self-worth, having self-worth and no self-worth is very simple. It's like taking a chair, 
taking the failures on top of the head, on your head. That's low self-worth. High self-worth is taking the chair and standing on it. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much. It's that example. Either the failures are on your head or they made you stronger. That is the difference between one person and the other person. Are they standing with the chair on top of their head? Or they're standing with the are they or they're standing on the chair? That's the greatest example I've ever seen of, of self-worth. So ask yourself, is that which case is it? Are you are being held by the past? Or are you standing or, or did the past elevate you? Is my self-worth dependent on other people's opinions of me? That's a question we have to ask. Ask yourself. Do I need or desire other people's praise to feel good about myself? It's another question. Again, we're all human, we all fall into this, but the majority of the time is this a dependency. Because if you do that, you're hostage. You're hostage. You're hostage. What happens all of a sudden? You, you need a million likes on Facebook. And what happens if you know, AT&T service goes down? You're not going to get your eight likes anymore? <laughs> What, I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Do I need to feel good about myself when people praise me, or, or do I feel bad when people criticize me? Can I gain my self-confidence from within and self-generate experience of that? Can you get that? Ask yourself, is that something you can get? Can you get your self-confidence within? And clearly, one side that you know you have this issue is you have codependency issues. Codependency is telling you you're 100% listening to the snake. You're, you're, you're dependent on other people. That's a dependency. The only dependency we need is dependent on God. Now, extend, do I need to extend this to, to your life? Do I need the sun to shine to feel happy? Ask yourself, do you need the sun? How much is the weather affecting your mood? Right? When it's rain or cloudy, do you feel down? Do I need specific foods or drinks to be content? This is also specific validation. Can I self-generate and choose within to, to have a good mood? Can I generate my own good mood? So here, practically, that's what your job is to, today to think about. Part, this is just a preview of Cheshvan. How to get the inside-out game. Mastered, now the outside-in. Focus on inside determines the outside. My behaviors determine my feelings. Now my feelings determine my behaviors. And this is where the whole concept of that snake is the outside. Just think of the snake as the, ah, uh, you, you go running tomorrow, tomorrow. The procrastination is a snake in our lives. The if, the if I got married, I would be happy. That's the snake. Anytime you're hearing the outside voice, you're hearing the snake in your life. Just pretend you have a little snake and say, who's talking? Is the, is the neshama talking or is the snake talking? Who's, who's talking? That is really where we have to listen to today. Mission, help us all.